Lisa Heisen Nabu think I helped the uh oh empire. Yes, you. What if you are the triggerman? We're giving the galaxy back to the people. Oh, come on. What is with this podcast? What is this? Episode 30, everybody, is our last episode. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. This is episode number 30, the big 3-0. I don't know what that means when you do that. It's an air horn. It does not sound like an air horn. For excitement. I'm your host, Brian You killed the excitement. And the... The sound effects man is uh, Mr. Chad Viss. Greets. Well, that was uh, depressing. You you rained on my parade, Brian. (laughs) Did I pee in your Cheerios? You just killed the hype, man. And then the uh, always exuberant Brian North. What's up? So, uh, welcome aboard. (laughs) Glad uh, Glad you joined us for another rousing episode of Star Wars Rant Podcast, episode 30. Chad. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> um, so we got a little bit of Star Wars news that we can talk about, so that's nice. Chad, Finally. Chad, uh, Chad finished uh, the Ahsoka book for us. We appreciate that. Finally. And uh, b has got some uh, nuggets for us as well. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Um, the big news, I guess the biggest news of the week was uh, Star Wars Force Friday Duh, or two, um, was announced. On uh, it's going to be on September first, twenty seventeen. Chad, tell us what Force Friday is. It's a Friday where they sell all the first new toys for the next movie. There you go. At uh, at midnight. It's, it's in seven months from now. Right. Seven so. more than half a year. Well, Chad, you're you're sort of a collector, are you not? No, not of those toys. Chad, don't lie, don't lie. Last Force Friday, you were lining up at at seven a.m. at Target. No. I'm, you know, I'm a little, you know, I was gonna wait. I was gonna let you get through it first, but I'm a little underwhelmed, and I'm I'm a, not annoyed. Annoyed's not the right word, but I'm underwhelmed, and I, you don't, I don't really. A, they show us the box, right? That's what they took a picture of, and. They did. And gave us the promotion of, of a box. No toys in it, but a teaser box picture for something that's happening in seven months. And everyone's just losing their mind over it. Well, I think what... So what I... I'm not a collector, although my kids have kind of started a collection. Or more or less, I've bought things for them to put on their shelf. Um, and then they play with them in the bathtub. And I yell at them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Um, they did show a box, um, an empty box, but it had the graphics on it. And so what, what was on it is uh, you got Poe, Ray, and Finn. And I think the, you know, we're, whenever anything comes out, especially you know, obviously before a movie, everyone is trying to analyze it and trying to find answers to what's going to happen in the movie or some details. And the only two things that you can glean from this are. Other than the fact that those three are prominent on the box, uh, Ray's in the middle, and uh, she has the uh, she has Luke's. I assume that's Luke's lightsaber, unless she built her Anakin's. own. Anakin's. 
Okay, if you want to get technical, you, okay. Technically, it's All right, Anakin's. calm down, everybody. And then she also has long hair, so it's not... Uh, she always had long okay, hair. But, it's not what I mean by that, she let it down. Yeah. She let I'm, it down. It's dumb. I'm sorry. I am like... Star Wars, obviously, we're on a Star Wars podcast. We all love Star Wars. I love everything Disney does when it comes to m- their movies and promotions. This, to me, is retarded. Just straight up stupid. To show an empty box seven <laughs> months early, and everyone's like, look, her hair's longer. And she's right. holding a lightsaber and sideways. It, Shut up. It, it's all Force Awakens promotions, except Ray's holding the lightsaber because they don't have to keep that a secret am, anymore. Uh, it's and Star she's got her hair Wars. Down. It's something it's new. Dumb. Something I'm sorry. I haven't no. seen yet. Dumb. I call BS. Can I tell you why I'm not excited about Force yes, Friday? <laughs> I'm going to bring you back for this story. And shout out to uh, Cody Smith if you're listening to our 30th podcast. I'm about to go off here, so if you want to skip ahead, you may. But I'm going to bring you all back to 2005. This oh, will be a flashback. When I started col- Wait, how long is this This is a flashback. Take? Yeah. This, <laughs> this is going to take about 30 minutes. <laughs> bring you back to 2005 when my father tells me, go and collect all the action figures for Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, buddy, because this is going to be the last Star Wars movie they ever make. So I go and I wait out at Target at 7 a.m. as a 12-year-old, and I get my 1 in 50,000 Lava Darth Vader thinking it's going to be worth 10 years from now when I finish college and start my life, that it's going to be worth thousands and thousands of dollars. So I go and purchase this for $13, and every other piece of the set, Still in the box, put it, held them in the box, dusted them off every couple months, kept them all nice. And now, after all these years, they're worth probably less than what I paid. <laughs> wow. Have you ever looked to see what they're worth 12 years later? I, I, I haven't looked recently. The last time I looked, my Lava Darth Vader was 13 bucks as a Target exclusive. If anybody's looking for one, let me know. <laughs> um, but it was worth like 10 bucks oh, no. on eBay. <laughs> the last hmm. time so maybe i should give it another run maybe i should try to get rid of them uh, if any so of you star just, wars just fans just that are listening to the podcast are interested they're still in the boxes they're his, still in perfect condition stuff on the podcast right now they are going for anywhere between 20 and 60 dollars there you on, go almost uh, double your money eBay. what is the, the star wars lava darth vader as far as that's what they're listed oh, for in the box um see right it's in the, mine's in the box exclusive I don't have a problem with Force Friday. When that comes around, that's exciting and cool. I'd be interested to see the toys. My problem is is this week, the third week of February, or second week of February, they're showing us a not even a real box. It's a, probably an artist rendering digital picture of an empty box for something that's happening seven months from now. And like I said, I am a Star Wars fan. I'm excited. Everything they do, Star Wars, Disney does great with their promotions. I think this is real, real dumb. Well, you're dumb. Okay, <laughs> fair kidding. enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Chad's side on this one. It just seems well, premature and unnecessary. I mean, I know they're trying to build hype, but... Sure. <sighs> There's other ways. I'd rather the top cards sure. again than give a us some. Give box. us some, yeah, give us some photos or something of the actual movie, not a well, fake get empty box. Get closer, but so let but me you know just get through Don't this here. You know, so just like the Force Don't Awakens of 2015, products for The Last Jedi will be kept under wraps until Force Friday, 
the seven second, months to preserve surprises for the fans, right? Including Chad and Binab. So enjoy this dumb fake box, as well as introducing new characters from the movie and toy form. The line will build on the successes of products like Sphero's BB-8, introducing more innovative technology to bring the characters and stories from the film to life. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, um, it does say the new line for The Last Jedi is our most innovative yet, and we're excited to unveil it on Force Friday. That's from Samantha Lamau, Lamau Senior Vice President at Hasbro. I heard they're coming out with real, real lightsabers, batteries, and kyber crystals not included. Huh. That's not true. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's Force Friday. But, you know, back to back to Ray's hair. Yeah. Ray's hair. She let it out of the buns. Awesome. She, she did. Um, so anyways, there's uh, some people are questioning, is her hair long? Because is she hiding... Something in that Shut hair. What, what would she be hiding? What a do you rat? think? What, what a pet? No. What is those little birds could she from be hiding? What's going on? A Padawan braid. Oh my word! Luke never what? had a Padawan braid. That's dumb. Okay, but Anakin had one. Luke didn't. Uh, the Jedi the Order is dead. Uh, Obi Wan had one. one, did he not? Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Obi Wan had one. I, I'm pretty sure Obi Wan had one. <laughs> yeah, you're going back. Yeah, so they're gonna. Take, okay, mm. Anakin had one, and you know, I had to say I had one for some time. I had one, but it was, it was in the back called a rat tail. Yeah, I had this little one that I got in one of the kits that I got, and I just, it kind of hooked onto my ear, and it That's... came down. And I just would wear it on my ear. I'd like to see pictures of that. <laughs> Are people well, really s- speculating that they're yeah, hurt? Yeah, sure. That's so... I mean, I again, I'm sorry to be so negative tonight. I mean, you guys but are holy just crap, all that over. That is real stupid. Let me, let me have a disclaimer, everybody. But Chad's <laughs> been in this negative, <laughs> sassy mood since last Saturday. <laughs> Well, you know, when they show dumb things and people come up with dumb, is she hiding stuff in her long hair? Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, we're just we're just <laughs> anxious for something, Chad. Come on. Hey, I, w- <laughs> I wonder if Poe's hiding yeah, something he's in a helmet. helmet. Do you think maybe he, he lost an ear? No. Could be related to B-Nob. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> would think that Finn that. would get a new jacket. All right, so let's move on. You would think that Finn would get a new jacket True. in between movies. Um, so whatever happened? He's still to... wearing his buddy's coat that he stole. All right, Beanham. Um, whatever happened? All right, you guys done? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> whatever happened to Jar Jar? Oh come on! Um, what is with this who podcast? Cares? What is this? <laughs> Don't you want to know what episode happened to thirty? Him? Who everybody cares? is our last episode. All right, so ever. we're gonna you're gonna find out in Star Wars Aftermath: oh, Empire's End. Dear Lord, and I'll just go ahead and ruin it for you. Um, this comes out next week, right? The twenty first. Uh, does it come? You would know. You're the, I'm pretty uh, the sure. book. Yeah, the book he's Ray. He's Ray's father. The twenty first is when yeah, this book is Tuesday, released. Yeah, Tuesday, right? Yep, next yep, week. Next week. Okay. So, um, let me uh, let me read the excerpt for you, so you can find out what happened to him. I've been wanting to know. I think we 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 did though. Don't I mean? Didn't you want to know? No, I'm curious. I just assumed he died of old. I age. hope I hope 
Hey, yeah. Chad, okay, you say die of old For age. Jar Jar, sure. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I hope that what happens to him, what Obi-Wan predicted would happen to him if he stuck around for the battle droids, which is, what does Obi-Wan say? Crushed into tiny pieces and blast mm, into oblivion? Okay, so let's take, so you I'm paraphrasing. b you're hoping he's dead. Chad, you're hoping... I hope he's blast into oblivion. You're hoping he's dead too, Chad, or... He better be. Okay, well, here we go. Um, so the <laughs> conclusion better. of a trilogy... Set between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, Empire's End, and they decide to bring up Jar Jar. Contains plenty of rewards for long. Oh, don't don't talk about the new Jedi fans. Academy. Let's talk about Jar Jar. One of these is an interlude set on the planet of Naboo, right? A refugee know. boy named Mapo enters a Gungan performing or encounters a Gungan performing for kids on the streets, clowning around in a fountain twice a day while being studiously avoided by the grown-ups. Misa Jar Jar, says the clown when Mappo introduces himself. The clown distracts the orphan from his own sadness by popping his eyes and bulging his cheeks, but is hiding a sadness of his own. Jar Jar making some uh-oh mistakens, the Gungan says, explaining why he isn't wanted anywhere either. This is going to be hard to read, but... It's hard to listen to. Disa, Disa Heisen Nabu, think I helped the uh uh-oh empire. He stares into the distance, suggesting he knows more than he's saying. So there you go. (laughs) What? What? uh, Here's what happens. So apparently there's, he's, uh, because he was caught up in the, uh, you know, the Senate and Palpatine's takeover. Um, his people have, have now do not trust him. They think he was part of that, and he is basically a street performer, entertaining children on the streets, and grown-ups stay away from him. That's what he does. Might as well just, <laughs> might as well just kill him off. I feel like now, do you guys not feel like they did is that? that? Really, is that a joke, or is that really I mean, an aftermath? Unless this is, you know... No, it's it's say this is gonna this is it. It's gonna be in the book. So he survived the empire, and he's still alive up to that point. Now something could have happened, um, you know, after that. But uh, I would assume just age wise he would have passed on, you know. But uh, by the time like Force Awakens and all that's going on. Well, th- yeah, because be. the book happens before that, obviously. Yeah. Jar Jar, Jar Jar, really was the whole reason that the Empire came to power, anyway, because Palpatine promoted himself. He made the motion. Then he gets some Gungan to take yeah. his place. Well, what's and then yeah, and then he talks them into getting emergency power. What's interesting is that you know most people, you know, so I was a, I was a, what what year did Phantom Menace come out? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. So I would have been like eighteen or nineteen. Um, when it came out, so you know, obviously, I hated Jar Jar, um, and I think most people in our age group or older probably hated Jar Jar. But the young kids, if you were probably around ten years old, you know, there was a lot of ten, nine, eight, eleven-year-olds even I that, Jar that Jar. liked Jar Jar. So what what I think is interesting though is that within that story, there it's still the children like Jar Jar, and he, they think he's funny, but the grown-ups have a disdain from for him and stay away from him kind of mirroring real world so do you you know do you guys think that was intentional kind of like fan service there or 
No, I think it's stupid and pointless. He's a Star Wars character, B-Nob. You should want to know what happened to him. And you guys are just just so sour tonight. This is this the uh, uh, yep. Well, there you go. Now you know. Wonderful. Now you know what happened. Great. Well, I hope great. you guys are happy. Just great. All right. Well, well let's, great. Can we move on from Jar Jar now? Can't yeah, let's move on to R two D two. Please do some editing and put you reading Jar Jar's voice at the beginning, please. <laughs> like that's the cold open. R two D two. Everyone's favorite droid has a new face. Have you guys heard this yet? I did see um, this. Obviously, Kenny Baker passed on, um, but uh, there's going to be a new actor. It's uh, Jimmy V. He's going to perform the role of R two D two in the Last Jedi. You better um, do him justice. He's served several roles in Doctor Who and B-Nob Harry Potter movies. I don't know who he played in Harry Potter, but... He's probably one um, of the banker guys. Yeah, he's pro- pro- probably a goblin. Probably yeah. a goblin. And why do you guys have to assume it's a small person? I mean, isn't Because he fits into R2-D2. insensitive? You're not talking about Jimmy V, you know, like from ESPN. Oh, Jimmy it's V. Even, even worse now, Chad. What? What's wrong with you? You can't be talking about him because <laughs> he's not alive oh. either. You're, you're terrible people. <laughs> What's <Well, t> <laughs> <laughs> um, He did work alongside uh, Kenny Baker in The Force Awakens, but he did not receive a credit uh, for the for uh, for that. Um, but he says it's bogus. It's, yeah, he says it's been an absolute pleasure um, to work with Kenny Baker. He said he was a fantastic actor. Taught him all the tricks on how he brought R2-D2 to life, and he'll continue to portray him in his honor. Um, he said, I'm excited to be part of the Star Wars universe. Can't wait for everyone to see what we've been working so hard on for the last year. And then he also said that, um, can't believe what happened to Jar Jar, and man, wait till you see Ray's <laughs> hair. It's really long. <laughs> Well, well done, well done. Yeah, so it's important to him, apparently. <laughs> um, all right, so I got another thing. Let's let's try this out. Okay. All right. Um, title of this is uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi Leak. Snoke arranges a family reunion. So, um, this is from a guy that I guess gives uh, spoilers and leaks and all that stuff. So. Um, his name is 4chan. Never heard of him. 4chan, For- kind of like fortune. <clears throat> 4chan. Is it a 4chan? person or is that a website? 4chan. Because well, I think that's his his code name. Okay, because he's if he's if it's a person, you know then him? he's also released a lot of things um, in the video game world regarding oh. like Nintendo Switch and other things. Well, like it's that. four. It's uh, four the spelled four. out. Yeah, and then C H A N. And then Chan, correct? Like yeah. Uncle Chan's hot walk. Don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a Chinese place down the street from me. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. Mm, Chinese. All right. Sorry. So yeah, I've heard of this person indoor site, and they're usually correct. Okay. Well, he uh. says uh, so. Spoil possible teaser spoiler alert. Uh, he says the teaser is epic and reveals nothing at the same time. So I can't wait. To awesome. Tell you guys. Yes. Uh, it's gonna be really yep. good. Um. All right, so I'm just going to kind of read this, and then we'll flow into it. So, Because you guys, you know, hated everything else, and now I have to kill some time, basically, because I've moved (laughs) on. So um, he says says that that comment might be a bit of a contradiction because the supposed 
images have Supreme Leader Snoke coming out in all his glory. Hey, oh, in an entrance that sounds as dramatic as the first appearance of Darth Vader in Star Wars A New Hope. Hmm. Um, Mike Zero does caution us that 4chan had been hit and miss with his leaks before. So buyer beware. Um, he advises that the following images um, be taken with a grain of salt. While they do not reveal key points or twists in the storyline, they are tantalizing enough to provoke more theories. Well, that's teasers. Um, right? So do you have these photos? No, I think, I think they're talking about words um that create images within oh. your mind oh yeah word pictures correct <laughs> all right what are these i'm word getting pictures? to it being <laughs> calm down all right i gotta read some more here hmm. one report says the film will show planets where the action takes place including snoke's base of operations the spoiler filled scenes below you guys can't see it, but it's below the words that I'm reading. Mm. Okay. Okay. I I was just picturing below the planets with yeah. your word pictures. So I make sure we're all on the right same now. page. Um, <clears throat> the spoiler-filled scenes below do have a lot of action with our favorite characters like Finn, Poe, Luke, and Leia in fighting form as they wrestle with Snoke in the dark side of the Force. Following. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Are the I'm alleged ready for the scenes? Stadium. That will be shown in the first trailer. Okay, paint these pictures. <clears throat> Let me get ready. <clears throat> get out your brush, Bob Ross. Here we go. Finn, uh-huh. waking up from his coma, breathing heavily <laughs> and looking like he came out from a nightmare. Uh-huh. Poe Dameron, rushing into a room, shouting, they're already here. Uh-oh. So remember, these are, you know, like cut scenes. Yeah, right? like f- quick flashes. Correct, correct. What looks like a funeral procession is marching, surrounded by characters in black cloaks. Then out from somewhere, a figure emerges and fires. A battalion of stormtroopers invades a city that looks like Jeddah and starts firing at the civilians. Oh, so possible uh, attack on Han's funeral service? How dare they. The screen turns black and out of it, Leia's voice says, their shadow is growing. Snoke emerges from the darkness. He is eight feet tall, totally bad A looking, and is not CGI. He towers above an intimidated Captain Phasma and growls, is he alive? Phasma replies, barely, Supreme Leader. Snoke is pleased and says, good, the time has come for a family reunion. Finn bursts into a meeting being held by Leia and her advisors on the deck of a ship. He shouts, they're back. Leia doesn't look surprised. She admits, I knew. The Falcon bursts out of the sea and flies into space. Stormtroopers come running out of a dark alley like they're fleeing from something. The only one who stands her ground is Captain Phasma. Then a Jedi's blue lightsaber lights up the scene and strikes against Phasma's helmet. The screen turns black. The voice of Luke Skywalker says, everything dies with us. And that's it. Huh. <clears throat> Did you say the Millennium Falcon comes out of the sea? Bursts, bursts out of the sea. So it, it's and a flies water into vessel now? Well, maybe it's just, maybe it was sitting on top and 
Mm, that doesn't pick that. Star name. Wars 20,000 Leagues <laughs> Under the Sea. I guess that's sea. open interpretation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, All right. you know, Let's see some it. questions. So they said some questions. You know, why isn't Kylo Ren in the picture? Ditto with Rey. Uh, and these are the two main characters in the next generation of S- Star Wars. Why would anyone disrupt Han Solo's funeral procession? I mean, come on. I, I think that's obvious. It's a good place, time to attack, right? Um, it says, combined together, Leak shows a huge confrontation between Luke, Leia, Finn, and Poe on one hand, with Snoke and Phasma on the other. Luke's last statement is also ominous. Then again, if the leak holds true, this shouldn't be surprising. The main rule of trilogies these days is to have the second installment become the darkest and most disturbing, while opening up more surprising avenues for the storyline. So... Family reunion could be Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia could be uh, Leia and Ray and uh, Kylo. Um, well, if they're siblings, but I'm saying as we know it at the moment, the only could we could it be Snoke and Ray? <clears throat> See, the only family relations that we know for sure are Luke and Leia and Leia and Ben. Correct. So that could be Ben coming to Han Solo's funeral and just trying to pay his respects. And everyone gets mad at him, and it looks like a fight breaks out because he, well, because he killed him. <laughs> you know, no, I, I don't. Just came here to say yeah. thanks again. This is the family reunion. We're while we're here, let's just. Who's got the ham sandwiches? <laughs> so what's interesting to me though is you know and again this is let's assume let's just assume for the sake of a discussion that this is a real leak, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is accurate. Sure. Um, you know what's interesting to me is that you get to see uh, an eight-foot Snoke. That's interesting. Not CGI. That he is yeah. that tall, that big. Right. Uh, Phasma will will picture again. We'll actually get to see her fight. I'm assuming. I expected her to be in a trash compactor somewhere. Correct. Uh, now, what I did not like um, out of that, if it holds true, is not seeing Luke in the trailer. And only hearing his voice. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? Again, I know it's a teaser trailer too. Well, that's because you're I, I would be, about stuff. So I mean, I would be upset. Well, no, because we waited all Mr. of Negative. Force Awakens to see him. You don't get to see him to the end. Even in the trailers for Force Awakens, you only got to hear his voice. It's like the same thing all over again. Like, come on, I already, I already put in my time. I already waited. Hey, man, this is give a, me my old man Luke. This is a Star Wars fan podcast. Take it down a notch, okay? <laughs> Full crap. <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah. It so would what be, do you guys? Uh, they're gonna see the interp- trailer. The actual. How do you trailer. interpret uh, though if if he does end up saying something to the effect of every everything dies with us? Meaning, if we fail, the, the dark side wins, and it's there. There is no one else. I like that. I like that. Uh, how about this? The Jedi are supposed to be destroyed. That's why Anakin Not wiped them out. Destroyed, just balanced. If it destroys them all, then it, then we're out of balance again. Hmm? I think. No more I Jedi. think it more what Chad's saying. No more it's, Jedi. If they die, hope is gone. Right? Yeah, it's, it's motivation. It's over. Yeah. For Ray or who or just you know pep pep talk, though that's kind of right. depressing. If we die, Dominus. every just the world is done. Every the galaxy has lost. So good luck. But, so let's Dominus. not die, okay? All right, that's uh, so you know what that's, that's all I uh, was able to dig up um, on the news front. You guys got anything you want to add? 
Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. Rain Johnson posted a photo on his Tumblr of uh, a set photo of mm-hmm. Episode Eight, um, and it's a line of uh, First Order stormtroopers with one particular stormtrooper having his helmet kind of flipped up to seeing the face. Mm-hmm. And that was English actor Tom Hardy. Is that who confirmed? Is supposedly. Yeah, cool. it's confirmed. Uh, he's playing a stormtrooper just like Daniel Craig did. I guess they're keeping that tradition going. Um, and rumor has it around the block that he will be playing a stormtrooper that recognizes uh, Finn um, as he infiltrates the new Super Star Destroyer, which they said is kind of like a... Super Star Destroyer with a kind of a city inside of it. Um, and that's going to be part of Finn's mission in Episode 8. So so the so, Stormtrooper go... There's some news. Will he, will he be like, yes, you! What if you are the Triggerman? We're giving the galaxy back to the people! Is this a... a <laughs> uh, uh, that was Bane? the worst hey, Bane impression I've heard yours. in my life. That's what I thought. That's, that's a challenge. Right. That's, that's, that's a challenge right yes, there. So he's not going to talk like that then? That's what we're saying? We don't know for sure. He could. He could. Yeah. Well, he will be. Mask. Yeah, he will have a mask. Right. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. So then, you know, do you think uh, that his characters the... had gone through the academy with Finn? That would be cool if we got some backstory to how they become yeah. who they are. No? No comment on that, Benam? <laughs> No, I'm just still trying to. I, I'm just still trying to wrap my head around Bane as a stormtrooper. I know what. Yeah, what about Christian Bale no, as a no. stormtrooper. I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm a stormtrooper. Swear <laughs> <laughs> to me, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Let's go get Luke Skywalker. I don't know. What's happening? That's pretty bad. That was. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Uh, I'm interested. I don't know what Finn and Poe's. I don't know what their contribution to the overall story is going to be moving forward. Oh, here we go. Some more hate. Soldiers. Re- re- rebellious. Right. Rebellion. Leaders. Finn, Finn's gonna Resistance. be your. Finn's gonna be your like secret agent man because he has connections and he knows how the how the first order works. Poe's going to be your military guy and your ace pilot. Probably, you know, be Leia's right-hand man or if not, take over. Um, Too soon. You know, and, and then Ray, we know, is going to be training. That's it. And Chewbacca, you now who does Chewbacca end up with? Will she? Will he, he end up with, with Ray. He stays with Ray, you think? Yeah. Ray and uh, Luke? Yeah. Chewie stays with Ray. Maybe. I think he'll go back with Ben. What? He'll go with Ben. With who? Kylo. He's saying with Ben Solo. So he's just gonna be like, after they drop Ray off, he's gonna be all right. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go back. We're gonna. I'm gonna hang with Ben now. I know we just killed Han, but now that that's over, I'm gonna go hang out with Ben. So peace. Well, and that's why this whole like you know Kylo Ren's really like a double agent. Blah blah blah. There's no way Chewbacca's gonna care about that. That was his boy. He killed Han. We'll find the a journal somewhere, in... and Han says, Chewie, look, I knew it was going to happen. Forgive the boy. Yeah. And he'll be like, no rrr, rrr, rrr. 
and it'll, it'll be fine. And then they're going to have a spinoff movie called Letters from Han. Oh. <laughs> Alright, what else you got, B-Nob? Anything? Do I have anything? Yeah, did you see anything else? Of course I have something. No, Talk more about that Superstar Destroyer thing. What? Yeah, what's up with the city? Talk a little bit more about that. that. Create well, so there's a image. City in it. That's all I read. So does that mean it's larger and than the Superstar Destroyers from the original trilogy? It, it was. It's going to be about okay, so that size. And supposedly it's orbiting this planet. And how they described it was planet... Uh, planet Mars. Okay. Oh, I did. with snow, with a light dusting. No, 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 no. Uh, you think that's your? I I heard that was. Uh, that's not the ship. That's Snoke's. Uh, I no, that that's Snoke's the planet. planet that the ship is orbiting, which is Snoke's main. Oh, okay. kinda, I thought you were saying the city on planet. top of the ship was like that. No, no, that's the planet that that ship is orbiting, which is supposed to be Snoke's place. Um, Snoke's kind of main planet. Snoke is supposedly, and this is a rumor I've heard for a long time, is kind of orbiting. He's in a mobile base. The ship? Oh, yeah, no. He's in something called, uh, I did read that. Um, uh, starts with a T. Yeah, he's in some kind of weird. Uh... He's in the Tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like that. Um, nice. Disney yeah, I I read there. that and I can't find it now, but um, he is in. He's actually Red Skull from Captain <laughs> he America. He is in some type That's of perfect. thing. Yeah. Oh well. So. Hell I'll look it up online. So. And he's gonna get the Infinity Gauntlet, <sighs> and then the Star Wars universe is gonna what? connect with the MCU, and we're gonna have a huge thing. This is the worst episode I think we've ever had. That's not true. <laughs> we've had much worse. <laughs> the first episode was. We didn't even have All right. It. Uh, let's move on to Chad and get some Ahsoka love. What, Chad? Yeah, I was just. I was. That was a pause for effect there, just so people could let that sink in your statement. Ahsoka love? I wasn't prepared for that one. <clears throat> so I finished the book of Ahsoka. It's been a long time since I. Uh, talked about it and a long time since i had read it but i surprisingly was able to like once i started reading it again i remembered where where i was and i was able to get through it real fast like it was good um a few questions had come up i'm not going to rehash everything um basically she kind of the main story points then i want to come back and bring some couple things up to discuss uh but the main story points are that she's on a planet um, that the Empire is coming, and basically it's a farming community, and they're using the you know inhabitants of the planet to make the food that they need for their soldiers. Um, but in, by doing this, it basically ruins their planet. It leaches all the nutrients from the soil. They're unable to continue afterwards. Um, and Ahsoka is on this planet basically trying to just kind of keep a low profile. Um, she makes some friends. And they basically start a little bit of a resistance on the planet uh, with some key people there. Uh, so as the Imperials set up a base, this newly formed empire, um, some of the you know the weapons that are being used and the ships being used were part of the Republic, and she is familiar with them as you know being fighting alongside the clones and a lot of this equipment. 
And so they do some sabotage on some things, um, you know, some guerrilla warfare type stuff. And, you know, she's afraid because they're all farmers. They're not soldiers. Um, and they get some of them in trouble. Um, some of them get captured. Uh, one of her friends gets captured and she has to go rescue her. She she does rescue her. Um, and then unbeknownst to her, some other people are making more plans to do more destruction without her knowing about it. Long story short, they they make a mistake, they mess up, they get caught. Um, they're in a crossfire with a bunch of stormtroopers. And, and the only way to save them is for her to show, which she has not yet up to this point, and used her force abilities. Um, she has no lightsabers. If you remember, she left um, a fake grave for Rex, um, where it looked like Rex had killed her and left her lightsabers at his fake grave site because we know he's not dead because he has been in Rebels. Uh, but they made it look like he was dead, made it look like she was dead, left her lightsabers there. So she has not had that weapon, those weapons for quite some time. But in order to save her friends, she has to use her first abilities, and she basically like levels a bunch of stormtroopers and just throws them onto their back with a force push. And all her friends are kind of angry at her for have having kept that from them. Um, and there's a lot of tensions. Basically, she then they figure out that there is a Jedi here still, and the search intensifies for her. And in order to basically keep her friends protected, she has to leave. So she leaves the planet, and she has some interactions with Bail, Bail Organa. He tracks her down, um, finds out that it is Ahsoka, doesn't tell her about Obi-Wan um, on Tatooine, doesn't tell her about Leia or Luke, but tries to help her any way he can. Tries to, you know, say we can, with this rebellion that he's beginning to start and bring together, um, still as a senator in the Imperial Senate, um, he tries to help her, give her some you know, materials and some support. Again, so they head back to uh, the planet that she was on. I can't remember the name of it now off the top of my head. Um, nope. Um, but between the time... She's coming to terms with still using the Force and that that's okay. Um, and she tries, she realizes she needs lightsabers and she does some meditation. And if you recall from the Clone Wars, when those Padawans go, or those actually the younglings go, to find their crystals on Ilum, um, they can only see the crystal that is for them. Uh, as they search for it, there's crystals everywhere in the cave, but the only one that is, is made for them calls out to them and they see it. As she's meditating, she hears like that same sound, um, uh, a crystal calling out for her, and she tries to meditate to try to find where it's coming from. On her way back to this planet, she stops by Ilum, and the Empire is there, and they have wreaked havoc upon Ilum. Um, no one lived there. It was just the caves that had a bunch of kyber crystals, and they have obliterated the planet you know harvesting as many of the kyber crystals as they could um and she's very distraught over that fact <clears throat> can't figure out what she's hearing then meditates again and realizes it's on the planet she came from to start with hmm. so she goes back to the planet to help her friends who are again under you know imperial control and in the meantime, while she was gone, an Inquisitor arrived on this planet. And we've seen the Inquisitors um, in Rebels. Rebels, yeah. Um, and the main guy at the, the very end of the book, the main guy with the, the big one that ends up fighting um, 
you know, with Darth Vader against Ahsoka in at the end of season two, he is mentioned at the end of the book. But this isn't the Inquisitor that's on the planet. It's a different one. He's called Brother Six is his name. Um, and so she knows... When she gets back, she finds out that there is someone there looking for her. She knows that. So she tries to save her friends. A bunch of them are killed. Um, trying to fight this Inquisitor. Um, he goes to where they're hiding. Calls out one of their names. Force chokes one of them. Cuts him in half with his lightsaber. And then as the other ones open fire on him, he deflects every bolt back and kills all of her friends except for two basically uses one as bait to pull ahsoka back she comes in she has no lightsabers um but she fights this inquisitor who do i mean i was wondering do do these inquisitors have force abilities because they're not sith right like they're because they're working for vader Right, I, but I don't. I'm not sure that they have force abilities. They're just trained how to use a lightsaber. But obviously, he force choked some one of them, so they must have some kind of force abilities. They could. They could be like force sensitive, although they're sure. not. Sure, you know. But um, he. They do describe that he pulled this guy out of a cave basically and had him suspended in midair and suffocated him and then cut him in half and he just was suspended there in midair. So, obviously, he has some kind of force abilities. So, you know, just looking real quick, says Sith Sith Inquisitors were a class of powerful force welders within the Sith Empire, so... Okay. So, they just weren't full-blown Sith, but they were working for the Sith Lord, uh, Darth Vader. So, anyway, she ends up fighting this guy. And at this point, you know, she has spent how many ever years since Order 66 suppressing all her abilities, um, and plus the fact that she walked away from the Jedi Order... Um, she is now finally feels like she's back in tune and able to use them. And this, this, uh, brother six is very strong. Uh, they keep describing him as gray. His face is ashen and gray. Um, he wears a mask with a shield on it and he fights her and he's very strong and powerful, but she's able to gracefully with the force, basically avoid all of his attacks fairly easy. Um, and then there's one point where he comes down. He's got similar lightsaber that the Inquisitor from Rebels does where it's... I'm sorry? <laughs> wow. Where it spins real, real fast. You know, where it, he yeah. he holds it one spot and it spins around. Well, he's doing that and he starts to come down at her from uh, over his head. And through the force, somehow she she realizes this, this calling she's having from these kyber crystals are coming from inside of his lightsaber. Huh. And there's a in-between uh, chapter where it talks about, and we've discussed this before, how the Sith don't get their own kyber crystals. They use fallen enemies, and they twist oh, yeah. it and bend it to their own will, and that's why it gets the red color, because it's they actually say it's the kyber crystals bleeding because it's been twisted. Um, but she hears this, this the calling, and she says it like, like it's a song coming from his lightsaber. So as he's coming down from over the head trying to make a striking, you know, killing blow, she able she's able to put her hands out and touch the lightsaber, like the hilt, and tune into the frequency of the force to where it explodes in his face. Whoa. So as he's coming down, everything slows down for her. She reaches out, touches it, and then it explodes and kills him. 
explodes in his face and melts his mask to his face and, and knocks him down. The hilt explodes. Everything goes to pieces. And she's able to search through the wreckage of, you know, that catastrophe and find the two crystals that are there. She finds some parts to the hilt that she can use because she's been carrying around this whole time some... She's been picking up parts here and there just kind of like out of... Not habit, but like unknowingly like, oh, this I need this piece. And she sure. keeps them to herself. And she picks it up, gets away from a bunch of stormtroopers, finds a kind of a hiding place, um, and is and creates new lightsabers. Um, she creates two hilts out of these scrap metal that she's been collecting that she was just compelled to take. And she uses these two kyber crystals from the Sis lightsaber and makes two white lightsabers which are the lightsabers we see her use in rebels um in the clone wars the two sabers she had were green so now she has two white lightsabers and bail organa sees this basically later bail sends in a bunch of cargo ships and a couple a a bunch of a wings to aid her and get these refugees off the planet and get them away from the empire and at the end, she comes to, you know, she's talking to Bill Organa, and, and he says, you know, can I see them? Can I see the lightsabers? Because he hasn't seen one in so long. And it remarks about how he has the dream over and over again about the young one standing out there next to his Corvette car, you know, hover car. And he goes, sometimes in his dream, the kid makes it to his car. Sometimes in the oh, dream, yeah. they both are killed. But if the you remember that one. Sith, yeah jumps Wait. over a bunch of stormtroopers and or rebel, clone troopers and kills a few and then is eventually gunned down as he flies away and he has this recurring nightmare where it happens over and over so he asks her to see him and he she lights him up and he's like wow they're white i've never seen white ones and then she explains again the sith have turned them you know red from bleeding them and she basically took those kyber crystals and reattuned them and now they're kind of neutral basically is the gist i get which kind of falls into the whole gray jedi thing um and it ends with her saying i i will help you build this rebellion but i don't think i can be you know i can't be involved like where i'm seeing everyone all the time she goes but i would like to help i think my best way to help is kind of with your spy network and set up communications and he's like well we have to have a name for you you know we can't be calling you ahsoka she's like i know how about we call me fulcrum and that's how the book ends. That's cool. And so that's we obviously knowing watching Rebels. That's she is the fulcrum for the first you know couple seasons, and now it's somebody else. But um, one thing. So that's the book. It's a good book. It's a, it's a fairly quick read. Um, it's real easy to read. A couple things that I wanted to bring up for discussion. One, there's a they have these like mid chapter. I don't know what you call them. Just like thoughts, real short, apart from the story. One of them talks with from Anakin's perspective, and he has just been promoted to master, so he's no or he's no longer a Padawan, and he makes the mention of the fact that that makes his and Obi Wan's relationship a little strained. He doesn't really know where he stands. <laughs> he doesn't really know where he stands uh, with Obi Wan, and the relationship's just a little strange. Um, but he hasn't put in for his own Padawan yet because he doesn't want Obi-Wan to feel like he's moved on completely. But then we find out Obi-Wan has put in for a new Padawan. And Anakin wonders, who will this Padawan be? 
and they never that's as far as it goes it never it never says who it is it never talks about it but i don't ever remember hearing about obi-wan getting another padawan after anakin well when i mean like uh, i wonder when that time frame would have been that it had he... to be somewhere i would assume somewhere between in episode two and three probably episode three because episode yeah. two he's still still a padawan yeah so somewhere before episode three and before he turns to vader while they're on a mission they're out he ahsoka is not part of the picture yet but he is his own he has his own unit that he is commanding as general um obi-wan also does he mentions that the sith work in pairs and the jedi don't do that necessarily but a lot of times the jedi will be single like work on their own or they will be two of them that kind of work together as him and obi-wan did often and he was wondering if another padawan coming in would strain that relationship as well and i just found it interesting this is the first time that i recall where obi-wan anything talked about obi-wan getting another padawan because we know anakin gets ahsoka and we never see Obi-Wan having anyone else. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently it never happened, you know. I guess, I mean, maybe, or, or they or didn't it tell did, us Or it did, and then, it's but... not, yeah, that story hasn't been told. But yeah. I just found that super interesting that that was part of. Right, but wouldn't that, wouldn't that apprentice show up somewhere in the Clone Yeah, Wars? so you're right, because he didn't, t- TV he didn't have Ahsoka yet. So it would have to have been before the Clone Wars. Because by the time the Clone Wars comes around, or early part, that's when Anakin and Ahsoka... Well, so let me ask you this, because I never got into the Clone Wars animated series. How come we never saw Ahsoka in Revenge of the Sith? Was that ever... She had left. Yeah, she had left the Jedi Order because she was set up for murder, um, and no one believed her, even her friends. And so when she was finally acquitted and proven to be innocent, she says, I can't be part of a a group of... uh, an organization that doesn't trust and I'm, and she walks away and she leaves. All right. Well, she already, she already knew that the Jedi order was corrupt. Well, not necessarily. I don't think that was her reason for, for leaving her reason for leaving is they didn't trust her. The Jedi Padawan that set her up believed that the Jedi council was corrupt and was trying to prove that point by setting her up. Um, but she failed in that when they did find out she was innocent. I mean, Anakin always believed her, and he told her such, and he actually gets her lightsabers to her after she leaves, but he says, you know, I can't leave. I'm, I can't leave this group. That's why I'm here, but I understand why you are, and he kind of with her blessing, with his, gives his blessing to her as she leaves. But Well, I don't think the Jedi Order was ever corrupt. I think it was misguided, and there were, were corrupt. There were corrupt individuals, you know, within that. That you know, yeah. but they they would have left. You know, like Count Dooku ended up leaving, sure. and so on and so forth. So, like, I don't think it was corrupt. Corrupt. They were they were misguided, though. They made wrong decisions. Yeah, it was it was pride, and you know, yeah. even Yoda said that. We've talked about that before, um, but Ahsoka also mentions. You know, knowing that Palpatine becomes who he is, that they never saw it. She goes, you know, we sat there, and even there's a, moving on, I guess, another kind of in-between chapter thing with Obi-Wan's perspective on Tatooine. Um, He's in his hut. He's talking about 
you know, watching over Luke, and his job is to train Luke if Luke ever starts to show abilities like his father did. That's what he's there for. Um, as he looks around his hut with his few possessions, but he is practicing the trying to learn how to talk to those that are beyond. And he they talk. He talks about himself meditating and going deeper and trying to get deeper to talk to you know Qui Gon or whoever. Learn what Yoda taught him and practice that. And he he has memories of Anakin and it, he mentions Anakin being left you know on on the beach of Mustafar. Um, he talks about uh, Padme dying. He talks about Luke um, and Leia, seeing them for the first time, wondering how Bale is doing with Leia um, on Alderaan. And then he's realizing he's being brought to the past by his memories, and he has to try to f force those away. And as hard as it is for him, he feels like he's pushing those relationships aside to dig deeper and eventually he is able to go he's he, and i should have brought the book over here but he talks about going past that final layer in his meditation to where it's dark and light at the same time and it's quiet all around him and he knows he's somewhere where he's never been before and before he's pulled out he does hear qui-gon's voice say obi-wan hmm. and then he's ripped out of that meditation by something in the real world but he it, it it gives a little glimpse into him trying to you know do what Yoda taught him and his thought process on what his job is on Tatooine you know to train Luke if he ever shows signs of Anakin's abilities i just thought that was an interesting take and an interesting look into Obi-Wan's you know time there cuz we don't really have any description of what he did yeah, other than, other than the comics. Other than the comics, but, which is, yeah. they're just starting to get into that. They really haven't yeah. told us a ton. Um, and then, a, so, you know, the whole Padawan thing that he may have had. So, it's a good book. It's I definitely recommend it. Uh, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. So, uh, now we need you to read Empire's End when that comes out. I um, plan to. Yep, and be next. Uh, and fill us in on that. So uh, no, that's cool. So do you guys think we'll see her in Rebels again? I would hope so, but you know, I after reading this too, I'm like, oh, I need to go back and watch the last half of season two again when she shows up and just kind of pay closer attention. Yeah, because they have not given us any indication that she lived through that. Nothing. Not a. All right. Well, you know, hey, I got, uh, I got. Um, Something to run by you guys before we uh, end this thing. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about uh, Carrie Fisher again and Princess Leia, and um, you know what again about what are the plans for Episode Nine? They they suggested something that I hadn't even it didn't even cross my mind until they said it, but they were on board with her um, being recast. Um, having someone else play her and, and the reasoning behind that. So, you know, and I, I, when you hear the reasoning, you kind of, okay, is that, you know, there was a, there's a story that's already been written. And if the star Wars story group and Ryan Johnson, JJ, you know, whoever's involved in the stories, you know, if they feel like this was when they wrote the story, if that was the way to go, let the fans have the story. 
instead of changing it all, you know, now that, that she had passed, you know, their, their reasoning was, you know, if it's a good story, let us have the story that was intended to be sent out. And that, and that, that ultimately fans would, would understand. And they even gave a suggestion as to who could fill the role. And I don't know if you guys will know this, but, um, you guys, did you guys ever watch Star Trek Voyager? Mm, yeah, a little bit. Yes, my dad Captain watched Janeway. it. Captain Janeway. Is that the female? Yeah. Captain well, and she was also Thomas. more recently on yeah. uh, The Walking Dead as uh, she was the the lady leader of Alexandria, the old older lady. That's her. Oh, really? I didn't yep. realize that was um, her. Uh, I think her name's Kate hmm. McGraw or something like that. But anyway. Um, yeah, no so you way. guys, no, no, not a fan of that. I can go, but you know, I, I see both sides of it. No, I don't like it. It's just too. It's anytime a movie series did that. I mean, I'm trying to think of one that did. I mean, Transformers did Transformers. That, that. Those aren't good movies. Um, yeah, how did yeah, they do Optimus it? Optimus Prime. Well, maybe they just changed it completely. I'm thinking about the yeah. Human those actors. are terrible. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what, um, what? Do you know what famous series did at Harry Potter? They replaced Richard Harris after Dumb Chamber right. of Secrets so that's with a, that's a great example. Now, now again, does doesn't have quite the you know uh, cult following. Well, Dumbledore's a no, pretty big I understand character. That. Okay, let me let me put it let me put it this either. way. Let me put it this way. You guys aren't big Harry Potter fans, but they came out with that stage that stage show in England. Of the eighth yeah. Harry Potter book, it's a screen, it's a script. They came out right. the book form, but it's a play, and it's called Harry Potter and right. the Cursed Child. It takes place with Harry right. Potter's son. In the story, spoiler alert, he ends up going. The the kids end up going using a time turn, and they go back in time. In the story, and they meet up with Severus Snape, which is played by the late Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Which kind of made me sad as a, as a Harry Potter fan reading it, but. I thought to myself, you know, as a, as a Harry Potter fan, if they ever made the movie, you know, how, you know, I would not want them, I wouldn't want them to make it in the movie or maybe change the script because I wouldn't want anybody else to play him rather than Alan Rickman. And I think for a series that's been around for decades, especially Star Wars, I would not want them to cast Princess Leia. I mean, if you can't even recast a younger version of her and have to use CGI for Rogue One... I wouldn't even mess with well, that I, for episode nine. Give her I the right send off just because they could. Give her the right. Give her the right send off. Let it transition in the new generation of characters and let it. At be At the done. sake of the story. Yeah, I think the yeah. story has to change. Yeah. If they have, because if she's too iconic of a character to put another actress in there. Everyone's gonna go. Wait, that's not her. That's not Leia. Right. It, it's too much of. It takes you out of it too much. As far as being an into the story or into the sequence, I think you have to change well, it because that happened. You know, I kind of hope they do it just to piss you guys off, just because you guys have been so salty well, through the whole podcast. And episode number hundred and thirty, real salty. Real downer. Hundred and thirty. Well, it's you know, it's not this year; it's not next uh, year. That's so true. It's be a while for episode. Well, eight. you could get a good clue in episode eight if they decide to uh, do something on that sure end of it but oh we'll know we'll know how it is by the time episode eight rolls around for sure well i think that's gonna wrap this puppy up so uh you know we appreciate 
<laughs> yeah, appreciate you coming back and listening to episode thirty. Chad. Hey, you know, tell us if 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 I'm way off, if I'm being just a big old dummy, let me know. Tell me in the comments on Facebook or wherever. Or send us an email. Tell us how stupid I am. Tell me you to don't shut have my our mouth. Email address. Do it. You won't do it. You won't do it. So I must be right. <laughs> um. But uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. All right, us. we're gonna go before Chad starts an internet war. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Check us hey, out as Chad said. Check us out on Facebook at uh, or not at. Um, it's the Star Wars rant. Podcast. Is it podcast? I don't just, even know. Just look for Star, Star Wars, Wars rant, rant podcast. podcast You'll Facebook find us. Page, and on Twitter yep. at Star Wars rant. Um, tell Chad how tell wrong Chad, he is, and you can also catch Chad's. Uh, Sour Grapes on South Dakota Gamer podcast. Yeah, that's right. Complain about other about stuff. animated video game. <laughs> South Decatur. No. But uh, thanks for listening to us. Come back next week, and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. See ya.